1: And it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Obers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey guys, Cressy here. Just one quick disclaimer before we get started on our 13th episode today. So there's a bit of uh, some sparse clicking sounds for some reason whenever I talk. Um, No clue why, we wish we knew, we're still learning and we're really sorry. I know that that may bother some of you guys because it it bothers me. So I just wanna let y'all know I get it and I'm gonna make it up to you. I'm gonna make it up to you by announcing something early that we were going to announce in our next episode. We are going to have a signed Folklore CD giveaway soon, so I hope that made up for it. Please forgive me. Love you guys. Now let's get to the episode.
1: Welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And for our
0: 13th episode, we had no other choice than to dedicate it to the number itself. 13.
1: And it's no secret Taylor has a penchant for the number, to say the least. So get ready to dive into all things Taylor and 13 in her life, her music, and the two singular times when it wasn't so lucky. Let's begin with Taylor's
0: explanation herself. In an interview with Jay Leno in April of 2009 when she was 19, she says, quote, I was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. My first album went gold in 13 weeks. Also, my first song that ever went number one, it had a 13-second intro. Side note, that was our song. Back to the quote. And I didn't even do that on purpose. And every time I've won an award at an award show, I've been seated in either the 13th seat, the 13th row, or row M, which is the 13th letter. And when I won the Horizon Award at the CMA Awards, a producer came up to me when I was sound checking and said, all right, we're going to go in 13 seconds. There are so many numbers, end quote. And also in this interview, she tells Jay that the first time she ever performed on The Tonight Show, it was February 13th. So Taylor, she definitely, it's like solidified. She has a connection with this number. She is the 13th most followed person on Instagram and Twitter's 13th most popular tweet of all time is her calling Trump out back in June of this year. But this list constantly shifts. As we should mention, it may not be 13 anymore, but it was. So it's clearly been an important number
1: since the day she was born
0: and the start of her career as well. Isn't that right, Allie?
1: Yeah, she practically owns the number at this rate. The fact that she's a famous person and literally everyone on earth pretty much knows the day she was born and the year Mm -hmm. for that matter. It's just she owns it all. So let's start out with her very first album, her self-titled Taylor Swift debut. So her first album went gold in 13 weeks, and we all know how successful her self-titled was. She skyrocketed from the day she stepped on the scene, and the two songs, Teardrops on My Guitar and White Horse, peaked at 13 on the charts. Wow, that's a weird coincidence. I kind of get where she is so tied to this. And then just for a little fun extra, the 13th song on the album is Invisible, which I feel like no one ever talks about that song. And I listened to it today to kind of like prepare for this episode. I like it. I mean, it's, it's just there. I mean, I love Country Taylor, but that's never really a song that's like at the forefront of my mind. Mm -hmm. What about for you? I agree. Um,
0: If I heard the song, like, the first few seconds, I'd be like, oh, that's invisible. But right now, I couldn't tell you a lyric from it. You know? Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I know it, but it's not a fave.
1: I can hear the melody
0: in my head. I I don't think it's even, like, top 75. Wow. Sorry, Taylor.
1: I have all of her songs ranked, (laughs) so I know these. (laughs) I recently made a Spotify playlist of my all-time favorite taylor songs and it was 89 songs on purpose wow. but it was in that range naturally so nice and that's skipping a lot um but let's continue let's go on to fearless
0: yes yeah, second album so we all know that this album is her first grammy album of the year her sophomore album Whoop whoop! wow And the story she tells on Jay Leno about how she found out she was nominated is so cute. So she was watching them announce it live on TV, and it got to Kenny Chesney's nomination. And every time they were announcing the names, they had like video, like probably a music video from that singer was playing at the same time. And for Kenny Chesney's, it was a football player running. And his jersey had the number 13. And after she (laughs) found out, she's nominated for album of the year whoa so of course this ended up winning album of the year and i made her the youngest person to win album of the year and something even more special about this album is that it has 13 songs wow and we're going to talk about 1989 later her other album of the year that one has 13 Mm -hmm. songs Hmm, that's spooky that's a little weird. I'm glad she hasn't done that since then to have every album have 13 songs because obviously they can't all win so I'm glad that she like
1: she saved it if that makes sense you know. But I feel like wouldn't she be nervous now to make an album with 13 songs and then they're gonna be like she thinks she's gonna win album of the year Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I don't know. Like you don't want to jinx that. It's very political.
0: (laughs) So the 13th song on the album is Change. This is also the last song on the album. But in the deluxe version, it's Breathe featuring Colby Callier. Wonderful song. I thought
1: it was Calais. What
0: did I say? (laughs) Callier. Okay. Unless I heard that wrong. You probably saw the I. Okay, so I thought the I was after the L's. Okay. So it's Calais. Calais. Colby Calais. That's a dumb name. Okay. Breathe featuring Colby Callier correct? Is that how you say it, Allie? Calais! Calais? <laughs> Two syllables. Well, we're just going to move past that one. <laughs> Two syllables. And that's because they keep change as the last song on the album, which is kind of nice. It's a great way to end the album. I really liked it. Yeah. And this is also where we see Taylor writing 13 on her hand during the Fearless tour, and she continues that in the Speak Now tour.
1: Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't change used during like the Olympics that year or something? Like I swear they used commercials of her singing change for the Olympics.
0: Am I going crazy? So you mentioned her having an Olympic song before in one of our gamer girls. And I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I also I also wasn't like a person who obsessively obsessively watch the olympics we're gonna have to google this but i know there was 08 olympics so the next one would be 2012 uh speak now that was what (laughs) 2011 let's fact check right now wow we were young we were both young when i first saw you it was 2010 is speak now so the next olympics would be in 2012 so would they use a song that's two years
1: old Could it have been the 2008 Olympics then? Maybe. Maybe it was. It really obviously made a huge impression on me. (laughs) I really don't know why I still think about this.
0: But, okay, was that a summer Olympics?
1: Because this album came out in the fall. That's, now we're getting tricky. (laughs) Um, I feel like I watched it around Christmas. Oh, it was summer Olympics. Then there's no way it was change. I have no idea. Okay, jury's out. We're going to have to look up this commercial. You just have one of those
0: memories that no one can prove, but you believe it. Like, I have things like that. Like, I swear to God, the spelling of Hillary Clinton has changed because I very vividly remember the amounts of L's being different than it is now. So, you know, we've all got those things and that's okay.
1: Moving on. Maybe it's a political stance. Maybe like the public liked two L's over one. Maybe. But I really do like the song Breathe featuring Colby Calais. I've been listening to it a lot lately. Me too. Um, But let's move on to Speak Now. So the 13th song on the album, we're just going to start out with this because that song is Last Kiss. Talk about specific memories. I have the most specific memory. I'm going to call out my best friend, Sam Webb. Sorry, Sam. I'm saying this very happily. It's a very sad story. But she used to tell me that she would cry in the shower to the song, Last Kiss. That's probably very personal. I'm sorry, Samantha. You know what line always makes me cry? What? You can always plan for a change in weather
0: and time, but I never planned on you changing your mind. Mic drop. That hits home. I don't even relate to that. And I it makes me want to cry right now.
1: I know, can you even blame anyone for crying in the shower to the to that no. song? I feel like that song is like the epitome of a rainstorm. That July 9th. Yeah. A shower would be very symbolic for how I feel while I listen to this song. But moving on to another song from the album, Hours. In that music video for Hours, she works on floor 13. And the song also peaked at 13 on the charts. That's spooky. Spooky. And then the same year Speak Now comes out, Taylor shows up on the big screen. So we talk about the movie Valentine's Day a lot in our last episode, episode 12. But she has a lot of references to the number 13 in this movie. It's on her hand too. She is promoting the number 13 everywhere. She owns the number 13. Also in 2010, Taylor had the famous... 13-hour meet and greet in the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. 13 hours.
0: Boy, would you have
1: wished to have been there. I would have waited until 12.59. 13 hours? I would wait like 48 hours.
0: Oh, we were going to camp out for her concert at Centennial Park. I know. I was
1: prepared. I was just going to rent a tent. Centennial <laughs> Park. I know it's not the same Centennial Park, but that just made me think of Invisible String. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's about it for Speak Now. So let's head into the next era.
0: Red. Ooh, yes. So the 13th song on this album is definitely deliberate because it's the lucky one. <laughs> I love it. Fun fact, she says lucky 13 times in the song and has a 13 second intro. She really <laughs> went for it.
1: It's extremely deliberate. But I love this song because this is what she sang um, when I saw her Reputation tour. She sang it in Atlanta. That was your surprise song? Yeah, that was my surprise song when I saw her. So I loved it because it really reminded me of a song I hadn't listened to in forever. (laughs) Other
0: 13s and the album includes All Too Well. It ranked 13 on NPR's poll for favorite songs of the decade right after Rolling in the Deep. Wow. So
1: ranked pretty high. That is extremely high because All Too Well isn't even mm-hmm. her like, I feel like that's like a fan favorite for like the diehard Swifties, but I didn't know if like a bunch of people knew that song. Yeah.
0: And this isn't even, it's not like a council on NPR that did this. Like it's not like a group of five people who decided it's NPR listeners. Wow. Wow.
1: Who compiled this list? So, it's, this is like general people. That's crazy. It's not like a little crew. My Hill to Dion. I really have mixed thoughts about this, but everyone says All Too Well is her best song. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's other ones that are also very good and equally good, if not better than All Too Well. But I also love that song as well. So, I think
0: like the production of it and the lyrics are top tier.
1: Yeah. Well, in her performance of it, I forget what award show she did it at. Was it the Grammys? It could have been the Grammys. But she had a crazy good performance of this when she was in that purple dress that was kind of half off the shoulder. You know what I'm talking about? Vaguely. Oh. Well, that was the game changer for me. After I saw that performance, I was like, okay, all too well. Definitely a goat. But I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings. I think it's a great song. Just I'm not... I'm not convinced it's her best song, if that makes sense.
0: And that's okay. And you also have mixed feelings about my favorite album of all time. Why don't you talk about 1989, Ali? (laughs) I know.
1: It's really unfortunate that I have 1989. I feel like we usually reserve this for Cressy.
0: (laughs) We had a real back and forth thing going. I couldn't break the formula.
1: (laughs) I know. Um, Yeah, 1989 isn't my favorite album. Sorry, Swifties. I'm more of a rep girl, which Kressa gets to talk about next. But anyways, so 1989 has 13 total songs, like Fearless, and they both won Album of the Year at the Grammys. Wow. So yeah, that's that's pretty telling for 13 being a little bit lucky for Miss Swift. But Blank Space Music Video also ranked 13 on Billboard's Top 100 Music Videos of the 21st Century. So it earned that. That's a big deal. Blank Space music video. Talk about top tier. Iconic. If it wasn't for Look What You Made Me Do, Blank Space might be my favorite music video by Taylor. Same. Wait, so Allie, have you seen the
0: things on Twitter about a specific scene in Blank Space where she is carving their names into the tree? It's like a heart. It says Taylor plus Sean. Super cute. But we see that again. And the new Betty merch. Oh! There's a Betty plus James, and it's carved into a tree on a t-shirt. It's so cute. A little callback.
1: I love a good full circle. How beautiful. Even though most of the merch has been disastrous so far.
0: Yeah, let's never talk about my signed Folklore CD. Oh god, I forgot for a second. It's
1: gone. Shout out to the postal system. That is the most upsetting thing. It's gone. Maybe the day that you need it most, it will show up on your doorstep and you'll remember to never give up hope. But I moved. That's the biggest problem. (laughs) I won't even know. I'm having to rely on my old roommate
0: to look out for me. It's so stressful. I'm probably not going to buy merch for a while. I don't trust it.
1: I think it will return to you when you need it most. (sighs) I just don't. Oh, God. (laughs) I've been hurt a lot. There have been a lot of issues with some of the merch not being the best quality, which isn't really saying anything on Taylor, more just whoever they're, I guess, using as their producers. Republic handles it all.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, whenever she
1: was on her previous label,
0: her own team managed her merchandise, but whenever oh. she signed to Republic, they became in charge of her merch. And that's why there has been a very
1: significant drop in quality. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I personally love my sweatshirt.
0: I'm glad you like it. I'm glad it came in, actually. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry. <sighs> so I feel mad. like I can't even talk about it. I'm sorry.
0: My cardigan isn't even here.
1: I. They're really trying me. One day. It will happen. I have hope, even if you don't. Thank you um but continuing the 13th song on the album 1989 is clean and i've got to be honest i have another hot take um i didn't really like the song clean when it first came out i it was my least favorite on 1989 but that changed after the reputation tour when she told her story about the sexual assault case and she sang the song clean that changed my opinion a bit I also think that if you went to the 1989
0: tour, your opinion would have changed then, too, because she had okay. the clean speeches. Oh. Where at every concert, she gave a little speech before she sang clean, and it was just this very beautiful,
1: beautiful moment, and then she went into it. It's great. Okay. I still haven't seen 1989, the movie. I don't really know where to watch it. Get out of here. Log off. (laughs) I really... Every time I look for it, I've looked for it hundreds of times, but I swear it changes every time.
0: Oh, you have to be sketchy. You have to be sketchy.
1: Okay. See, that's why. Like, I feel like everyone's like, you haven't watched it, but then I really, like, every time I look, I cannot find it.
0: Yeah, you gotta go to the sketchy sites. It's unfortunate because I would pay for it if I could find it, but yeah, you gotta bootleg it. And if uh, any FBI agents are listening to this... Haha, JK. (laughs) I've never broken any law in my entire life. (laughs) We've
1: talked about enough, or we've talked enough about where we live that people (laughs) would be able to easily track down illegal activity. Oh god. But, anyways, she says clean 13 times. She says finally 13 times. I want to know who counts these. Someone's got a lot of time on their hands, but that does seem not coincidental. You know? It's weird that it's not clean. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know, I didn't hear any of the clean speeches beyond the one in Reputation Tour. Maybe, like, it's just talking about finally getting to the other side of the tunnel. Perhaps? Maybe. I don't know. If I tell my clean speech, I'll cry, so. Oh, gosh.
0: Do you (laughs) want to tell your clean speech right now? Um, I obviously can't quote it word for word, but the gist of it, what her message was is that it's cool to like things and that there's going to be people who will make fun of you or think it's lame to get excited about things or to like show like genuine joy and stuff but it, they're the ones who's wrong it's awesome to really care about things and get really excited and get into hobbies things like that and that you should do what you love and everyone else is a hater which is so true because I hate people like that who yeah. just hate on others for having, like, huge hobbies. Like, I don't care about sports at all. But mm-hmm. I. it's okay that people get really into it. It's okay that sports Twitter exists, you know? I'm not going to make yeah. fun of it. If, if it's something you love,
1: then do it. Yeah. If you love TikToking, then go and TikTok yeah. all day long. Go TikTok. TikTok it up. <laughs> So, also, on the deluxe version of the 1989 physical album, you got 13 Polaroids of Taylor herself. And there
0: was, I think, 48 total, too, so it was really a gamble of what 13 you got. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I don't have my original set. I, unfortunately, left it in a car that, uh, like, broke down and died. And then I never got the car back. And all my CDs were in there with my Polaroids. That's terrible. So I bought another one off of eBay that had all the Polaroids in it. And they're now hanging up in my office at work. But now I'm working from home. So once again, I'm separated from my sweet Polaroids. But I do have two signed Polaroids framed in my bedroom. So can't complain. This episode's a redemption story. Yes. So now let's get into some reputation Oh, yes, I love this era so much. And she really goes all out with the 13 here. I love it. So let's start with the first thing that we got with Reputation. Mm -hmm. The Look What You Made Me Do song and music video. So right from the beginning of this music video, we see a 13 in the sky during this graveyard scene. And pretty soon after that, this is one of my favorite little fun facts of the video where the snakes are pouring tea for Taylor, there's only 12 snakes. You know why? Because Taylor is the 13th. And Taylor verified that because apparently some fan posted about that on Tumblr and Taylor liked the post. Oh, love it. So that was intentional. She's the 13th snake. That is so fun. <laughs> oh, geez, I love it so much. And in the squad scene, there's the LED lights popping up in the background. It says like squad, cats. One of them is 13.
1: okay. Cool.
0: I didn't really know that. What a music video. Speaking of music videos and the music video we never got for Gorgeous, she says Gorgeous in this song 13 times, and it also debuted at 13 on Hot 100. Another strange
1: coincidence. It's gotten a little weird at this point.
0: Yeah, I think she kind of takes it a little too far, especially with this next (laughs) one. So the 13th song on the album is This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. She says nice... 13 times. Come on. Is she counting? I need to know if these are actual coincidences or if at this point she's like, I should count specific words that are important to the song and make sure it's 13. What do you think? Is this purposeful?
1: Well, what I think is that there is a possibility that there are fans out there that are counting each word in every song until they find
0: that's a what song I think.
1: with thirteen words. Yeah. So yeah, is that like,
0: intentional? Because I'm sure there's songs with thirteen these or thirteen use. And that yeah. I, so I who's to say if this is a something she planned? I don't know.
1: Who's to say? So anyway, she is the most intentional person. So
0: that's true. And the music video for dot 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 ready for it, there's a thirteen on one of the walls. And in the song End Game, she says reputation. You guessed it. 13 times (laughs) come on taylor that has to be that one seriously
1: i'm convinced yeah and lastly call it what you want has a 13 second intro the queen of over planning i love it i mean it makes it fun for her fans it just makes me think of easter eggs Mm -hmm. you know so if she puts that much thought into her easter eggs i feel like It's not unlikely that she would intentionally do all these things. Well, obviously the intro and certain things are very obvious.
0: I'm positive, though. Some of these are coincidences. And I bet Taylor's like, wow, the power of 13. I didn't even plan that. You know,
1: like it (laughs) just happens to me. Yeah, it's possible.
0: Because there's no way these could all be that perfectly
1: executed, you know? Maybe, though. Maybe. Moving on to Lover, though, the 13th song on this album is False God. And according to the sheet music, the saxophone plays 13 times. I don't know what that means, but
0: I just saw someone post that, and they had the sheet music, and it plays 13 times. I don't know if that's 13 beats or measures. I got kicked out of middle school band,
1: so (laughs) I don't know, but that's an interesting little fact. Well, I think she kind of... um... For lack of an actual musical term, it's almost like a duet between her and the saxophone, not like a literal duet, but like they play off of each other. The saxophone probably just responds to whatever she's Mm -hmm. singing 13 times, if that makes sense. Because that's like a very jazzy thing Mm -hmm. to do. And then I just want to mention Taylor performed False God and Lover as well when she was a musical guest on Saturday Night Live. And I just want to note that because I feel like False God doesn't get a whole lot of attention and she chose to sing it as one of like her first performances during the lover era so i just think that's kind of cool i like the song i like the song but
0: i think there's a reason why it doesn't get a lot of attention why is that if you listen to the album in order it's literally right after soon you'll get better oh song about my mom's cancer song about sex so good it makes me question my faith It's just a weird, it's like, you can't, you gotta listen and shuffle to listen to the song. If you do it in order, it's just, it's weird. I don't like the order there.
1: Yeah. I really liked this song when it first came out. Sexy Songs by Taylor Swift, you know, like, I feel like that wasn't something we got early on in her early career, and now with songs like So It Goes and False God and Dress and things like that, we're getting, like... Taylor in the sexy side yeah. of music, and it's kind of groundbreaking, I guess. For, like, a Taylor Swift fan, it's just almost a little yeah. odd. You just don't really expect it. I remember in 1989
0: from Style when she has a line that's like, he's taking off his coat, and it's like, come on. Yeah. We all know. He's
1: taking off his clothes. Yeah, Harry and Taylor, they, they did some things. I mean... Harry Styles, I was never a one-directioner or anything like that. But what Harry Styles is doing these days... I love him. I'm picking up what he's putting down. Like, I would buy a painting of him. (laughs) He is so cute. I would let him ruin my life. And his clothes, I just... Oh my... He's so, like, rock star these days. I love it. I feel like I'm blushing right now, just thinking about Harry Styles.
0: One day, I was on the MARTA, the train in Atlanta on the way to work... And do you ever just have, like, random daydreams? Yeah. I had a daydream where I was like, how would I act if I, like, ran into Harry Styles? And I just had this really <laughs> intense daydream about, like, the things I would say and, like, being cool and playing it cool yeah. that I almost missed my stop. I, I like, came to and, and it was, like, <laughs> there and the doors were closing. And fortunately, my seat was right by the door. So I just sprinted out. But it was very obvious for anyone watching me that I was just, like, staring off eyes glazed over and then I just caught up and
1: sprinted the power of Harry Styles I I'm at a loss for words I don't know how I didn't realize sooner I never understood I didn't even think he was the cutest person in One Direction at first now he definitely is I never knew a lot
0: about One Direction but I will say to any Directioner fans I listened to Made in the AM that album when it came out I was a freshman in college and
1: I really liked it okay
0: I definitely would listen to that album all the way through, but I don't know any of the other ones.
1: Yeah. I feel like I definitely started to like them more in the solo careers. So moving past False God, let's talk about the You Need to Calm Down music video. So there's several references to 13 in this music video. First of which, her watch goes to the 13th hour. That's pretty fun. That kind of makes me think of like Alice in Wonderland. Um, Also, she puts 13 gemstones on her sunglasses. Loved the look. Wasn't crazy about the tattoo, though, Um, of, like, the dark snake, you know?
0: Yeah, I remember when that leaked Mm -hmm. on Reddit because I was following that and everyone in the comments was like, this is fake. This is not the real cover art for this song. Like, this is so fake. No one thought it was real. Yeah. They thought it was, like bad photoshop of like a fake snake tattoo on her on a back of like a curly headed woman there's like that's not even taylor and then little did we know a few hours later oh we were all wrong that
1: was not fake it was a real leak that was her so that's my thought on it i just i thought it was fake a couple missteps at the beginning of lover you know with the whole spelling is fun thing and then the tattoo but altogether the music video she put out for you need to calm down and me very fun Very colorful. I enjoy watching them. Um, So she also, in the You Need to Calm Down music video, she wears a necklace with a 13 on it. So just keeping the 13 going. And then this year, Taylor has become the 13th songwriter to receive four or more Song of the Year nominations from the Grammys. Seems pretty lucky to me. (laughs) So
0: let's move on to folklore. Man, what a surprise folklore was. And the release date... (laughs) July 23rd. This fact kind of makes me mad (laughs) because I don't know if it's intentional or just one of those insane coincidences. So let me know your feeling, Allie. But seven for July plus two plus three
1: because 23 equals 13. I think it's intentional. It has to be. I don't know. Because why else that day? Like, what, she couldn't choose any other day in July.
0: But it's it's also, that was a Friday release day. She does Friday releases.
1: I think a happy coincidence that...
0: Yeah, I think it was a happy coincidence, too.
1: I think she looked at the days in July and probably August as well, and then noticed, oh, this counts up to, or this equals 13. So mm-hmm. I think it's a happy coincidence that it happened to be a Friday, But I think when she saw that, she chose that day on Mm -hmm. purpose. And also
0: on July 23rd, the Cardigan music video came out. And the clock in the music video, its hands point to the one and the three. Thirteen. The thirteenth song on the album is Epiphany. And the album is a total of one hour and three minutes. There's a lot of silent intros and closers. It's definitely very deliberate, the timing of this album.
1: No question about it. Because there are some pauses, you know? Yeah. Probably one of the most underwhelming 13th songs. This and Invisible, those two. Yeah, like Epiphany. I just, I think I said this in our Folklore episode, but I really wanted the 13th song to be Betty, since it was like a return to country, Taylor. I just think that would have been really cute. But Epiphany... It's good in its own right, I guess. But you just would never listen to it with a group of people. It just makes me too sad.
0: I don't even listen to it when I'm by myself because it just really... It's why I don't listen to Soon You'll Get Better. It makes me too sad.
1: When Folklore came out, I did take the most wonderful nap playing folklore in my ears. And Epiphany was very relaxing (laughs) for that um, purpose. Probably because of the Moana sounds, like mm-hmm. the, ah! <laughs> but, oh well. So, now that we have gotten through all of her eras, let's talk about when 13 wasn't so great for her. Not so lucky. On NBC's Dateline in 2009... Taylor says that if she doesn't see the number 13 anywhere on the day of an award show, she knows she won't win. So, of course, we have no way of proving what Taylor's eyes see on a day-to-day basis, and that was 11 years ago, but we want to mention sometimes 13 has been not so great. So, don't worry, there are only two that we can think of. And if
0: y'all can think of any, let us know.
1: Yeah, So the first instance, when 13 wasn't lucky, would be September 13th, 2009. And what happened on that day? The interruption heard around the world. (laughs) Yep. Kanye West
0: stormed her stage. We've got a two-parter episode on this, (laughs) so let's not even unpack it. Yeah, we can't. But that was the 13th. Not, not a great day for sweet Taylor. Mm, Nope, not at all. Something that changed the trajectory of her life and not in a positive
1: way. But ultimately led to reputation way down the road. Absolutely. Still sucks. She had to go through pain. Poor gal. Yeah. But she's doing great now. You live and you learn. Yeah. Actually, I can't even say you live and you learn because she did nothing wrong. Yeah, we're moving on. Go listen to the Kanye episode. We have two of them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The second instance when 13 wasn't so lucky was when a company named Lucky 13 tried to sue her because she had merch that said Lucky 13 on it. Because the company said it would cause confusion. It ended up being settled out of court, but come on, a bit of a stretch. And who could possibly be confused by that. She doesn't even have a song or anything called Lucky 13. The only thing that comes close would be the Lucky one as her 13th song, and that's it doesn't yeah. even pertain to it. I, no. Stop. It's just a shirt. Yeah. But lastly, we should mention the probability of everything we've talked about so far. So, in a Reddit post on the Taylor Swift subreddit about a year ago, the user Poodle Baby did the math. We cannot fact check because we have liberal arts degrees, but apparently there are 720 different ways for three numbers to add up to the number 13, not including sequential numbers, and the odds of three numbers adding to 13 is 8.3%. What if it was 8.9%? I'm just saying. That would be weird. Wow. What if it was 13%? I would... (laughs) leap off of a building <laughs> yeah i would throw my laptop across the room podcast over um someone commented that they tried the math themselves and got 7.5 percent so let's just say it's somewhere around eight percent that's all yeah. we know we're not gonna check so that's pretty frequent eight yeah. out of a
0: hundred that's four out of 50 times that hap- i mean it happens in life yeah it's possible i mean do you have a lucky number cressy maybe 15 i'll tell you why Number one, my last name is Cornice, with the K. For whatever reason, in all of my classes, I was always the fifteenth. That oh. was my. You know how you had a number in your yeah. class of it in alphabetical order. I was usually fifteen, and then at a bowling alley in the little gaming area, what's that called? An arcade. An arcade. <laughs> uh, I won a, a pool ball with a fifteen on it. Oh, fun. Right. Um, I was a class of 2015 in high school, and at the 1989 World Tour in Atlanta, the
1: surprise song was 15. Oh, that's warranted. I would say that's a lucky number.
0: I mean, nothing like good has happened to me because yeah. of 15. You know, it's just like a coincidence I've picked up on, but yeah. That's probably the closest thing I have to something like that.
1: For me, I feel like I guess 16 would be my lucky number. So, just like Taylor was born on the 13th, and 13 is her lucky number, Cressy and I were both born on the 16th, yes. and my birthday in particular is 916.96. Yes, I'm bringing it up because it's in two days. We'll probably be past by the time we publish this. Yeah, oh
0: my God, Allie, you're going to be a year older by the time this episode comes out. Happy birthday! Thank you, and happy late birthday. Everyone tell Allie happy birthday.
1: Yes, thank you. Listeners, I can hear you now.
0: All 12 of you. So polite.
1: Yes, yes, thank you. And um, But the fun thing is, it's all nines, ones, and sixes. And my name, Allison May Klebus, 16 letters. Oh. Boom. But not quite to the extent of Taylor's lucky number. Well, that's enough about Cressy and I.
0: Can I ask what possessed you to count the letters
1: in your name? I literally counted them as we were sitting here and I thought it was okay. 16. <laughs> I literally... Because I was thinking, I have no idea how long my name is. I think because when you said Cornus and you were talking about Cornus and 15, it made me think, is that the letters in her name? 19 in mine. Darn. Got a Darn. long name. Yeah. Um, but while we're on the topic of ourselves, why don't we talk a little bit about our alma mater? Yes, we have to end this
0: episode mentioning our alma mater because somehow in Taylor's magical world that we live in, the number 13 is connected to her and Auburn University. So other SEC schools can suck
1: it. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Not sorry. So about a decade ago, two Auburn students started a website called A AhugFromTaylorSwift.com, and they were vlogging their experience of trying to get a hug from her, and they made t-shirts for it, and they were in it to win it. So what does this have to do with the number 13? Well, Taylor actually
0: responded to them. She made videos giving them challenges. And the first challenge is help a little old lady cross the street, which they did. Mm -hmm. And the second challenge had 13 tasks that have the number 13 incorporated in them. Here they are very quickly. (laughs) One, donuts for a friend. I'm assuming it was 13 donuts. Two, pick up trash. I hope they picked up more than 13 pieces of trash. (laughs) Three, Pay $13 of gas for a stranger. Fun fact, the gas station that they did this at was a gas station I bought my bad girl keychain at. (laughs) How special. And the person that they paid for their gas was at the 13th pump too. So pretty cute. Number four was roses for the same little old lady that they helped cross the street. Five, donate to a food bank. Six, 13 people, 13 Diet Cokes, and a special ingredient- a.k.a. Mentos, so it explodes. <laughs> they did this on Sanford Lawn, and Allie will get this. That poor lawn is just been through yeah. so much. It like really does. Diet Coke, champagne, toilet paper. The sparkles. it Getting poisoned constantly by Bama fans. Oh, this poor lawn. Oh, it's an environmental hazard. It really is. So, seven, 13 places to hug Taylor Swift. Eight, 13 people, one car, which they actually do. It was like a small sedan, too. Wasn't <laughs> like, it wasn't like an yeah. SUV or anything. Number nine, a special shirt for Taylor. They do one of those iron-on shirts for her. 10, 13 people crashing a pool party. They do this at 1.13 p.m. And <laughs> at a pool, Allie and I have spent many, many days at. Isn't that crazy yes. to think that Taylor watched this video of a pool that you and I went to, like,
1: All the time. Every day. <laughs> like, every day in the summer? Yeah. For the July parties there? Yeah. She
0: saw exactly where we were. And where you lived. <laughs> okay, again with us
1: telling everyone where we live in this podcast.
0: Okay, that, this was years ago. You don't live there anymore. Yeah. True, true. Someone's gonna hunt us down. Good luck, try me. <laughs> Number 11... Top three fan videos with the number 13. 12, get a kid to meet his favorite baseball player. 13, it doesn't say exactly what this challenge is, but they get in a plane (laughs) and they film below where there's cars parked and they're parked in a shape of the number 13, which sounds really weird and over the top. But if you went to Auburn, you know that like their pilot aviation program is huge. Like, I'm sure you yeah. knew several pilots. Yes. I knew several pilots. Like, that, like, this isn't weird at all. Yeah. But Taylor was very, very
1: abased by this. She <laughs> talked about it in her video response. She was like, You guys went in a plane for me. Flabbergasted. So these guys do all of these things and they film it. And then Taylor went to Auburn and they got their hugs on April 26, 2010. Apparently, there was a live video of Taylor thanking all the Auburn students for participating. And then when the video ended, she actually walked out and surprised everyone at the Auburn University Hotel and Conference Center. I
0: used to work there.
1: But it, oh, if
0: I had been there when Taylor was there, it would have been so worth it. Just
1: to know that she's been in there. Just kidding. They wouldn't have let me. They wouldn't have let me go see her.
0: Oh, no. They would not have.
1: You would have watched her cool.
0: Oh, I would have quit. <laughs> I'm like, deuces um, yeah. Side note, when Reputation came out that night I was working So I just went into the bathroom with my phone And I listened to it Oh my gosh, yeah No, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do I just feel so connected with her Oh jeez Amazing but it's a funny video It's got 200,000 views on YouTube It's very sweet, tender, lighthearted So if you just need a video to watch Forget about the world right now This is 10 Minutes
1: give it a watch we'll link it on the website it did make my heart very happy but you know what else makes my heart happy the long-awaited return of gamer girls let's do it so welcome to our next edition of gamer girls it's been a minute but what better time than our 13th episode to bring this segment back and because this is our 13th episode This game is called Times 13. Cressy, are you ready to hear your game? Is this a math game? No, don't worry. (laughs) Oh, thank God. I was just about to close
0: my laptop screen (laughs) and walk away. So you're ready?
1: Yes. I am going to give you three different song-related scenarios. And for each scenario, you're going to have to give me 13 different times Taylor did that in a song. If you pass all three, you win the game. Pretty simple. Yeah, LFG, let's go. (laughs) Okay. So in my opinion, I've lined these scenarios up in relation to difficulty. So anyone who listened to the last segment of Gamer Girls knew that Cressy and Cody blew my game out of the water. They knew it all. So we'll see how this one goes. So we're gonna start easy for the first challenge and then get a little bit harder each time. This is also not timed, so no pressure, Cressy. I just wanna know if you can think of 13 times she did these things. So are you ready for the first challenge? Let's hear it. So for the first round, I need you to name 13 times Taylor has collaborated with another artist on a song. And by that, I mean she sings on the song and another person sings on it too. So this does not include songs that she's written for other people that she's not singing on. But this means that it could be songs on her own album or on someone else's album. Do you think you can name 13 times? I don't know if I can do 13, but I can definitely do a few. Okay, let's
0: go. Okay, Um, I'll start with debut. Tim McGraw had Tim McGraw's vocals.
1: I did not know that. Oh, I should preface this with I for this round, so I have different amounts of ones that I thought of. I'm fully expecting you to come up with ones I didn't (laughs) think of. This one I have 17. Okay. Okay, so Tim McGraw has Tim McGraw's vocals. What else? Um, I think that's it for
0: debut. So fearless, that would be breathe with Colby. too mm-hmm. ding. Yes, I'm inserting a ding for myself. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything else on fearless. Speak now was all Taylor. That was completely self-written, all Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, red. Oh, that has um the last time with she and Gary Lightbody. Is that it? The, yep, that guy. Um, ding, ding, ding. Is there any other ones on red?
1: There's a very obvious one on red. Okay, let me think. It's one of her best friends, and this particular person has a tattoo of red on themselves. Oh, everything has changed, Ed Sheeran. Yep, <laughs> you got it. You see, that one con- that
0: hint confused me because I don't know if they're still friends, but that's an episode oh, for another okay. day.
1: Oh, I hope they are, but yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay, so 1989. I don't think there's any duets in 1989. It's one of the songs that we like the least from 1989. We talk about it being a skip just because it's overplayed. Okay. There's a hint in the song Invisible String. Welcome to New York, blank Face style. We don't like this music video that much. Are you sure? Sh- it's 1989, right?
0: Yes. Ooh, what music video don't I like in
1: 1989? This version of it is better than the original version of it.
0: Oh, remix. Okay, so not original album. Okay, Bad Blood, Kendrick Lamar. Ding. Good job. I'm getting too technical with this. I need to, like, loosen up my brain. Yeah. I'm thinking too hard. I,
1: like, I figured we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to be a little liberal with Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, so next album, Reputation. Um, Endgame, that's got Ed and Future. Mm-hmm. Six. Ding. Um, <laughs> is there anything else on Reputation?
1: At any point, you can have me fill in the rest of the answers. If you want to give up, you can give up at okay. any time.
0: Well, I'm going through the albums now, and then I'm going to go through her on other people's stuff. So I, I've got a plan. Okay, is
1: there anything else... On reputation, not that I thought. No, there's no other okay. one on reputation. That's what I thought.
0: Okay, lover. Um, the Dixie Chicks are featured, and soon you'll get better. Seven. Ding.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that's it for lover, right? No, there's a very obvious one.
0: It's not. You need to calm down, right? No. I don't know why. Whenever you said obvious, for whatever reason, that song is just so like in your face. That's why I thought of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm going
1: through the track list. You probably probably omit this one from your brain. Because you know Lover isn't my favorite album. Yes, and this is definitely not your favorite song from the album. But it's one of the most well-known ones. Is it one of your favorite songs? No. Okay. But it's
0: one of the most well-known ones. I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint.
1: You're going to get it after this. It's not Lover. There is a version of Lover that has a remix, but this is not the one one I'm talking about, though. Okay, yeah, because I'm saving those for after this, after we finish the albums. I'm going to give you a hint, and you're going to know it right away. Okay, okay. I write Sins, Not Tragedies.
0: Oh, me. Yeah. (laughs) That's because that song doesn't exist to me. I told you. I said you're probably omitting it from your brain. Okay. Ding. Eight. Uh, It's it's seven and a half, because you really just gave that one to me. Okay, but since uh, we just mentioned the Lover remix, we'll go ahead and throw that one in. Sean, nine, <laughs> ding. Okay, now we are in folk lore. Exile, ten. All right, Easy.
1: are you, you ready? Three more, you need. Oh, I can do You're it. So close.
0: Both of us with Bob.
1: I forgot about that until I was looking up these songs today.
0: Two is better than one, Boys yes! Like Girls and Taylor.
1: You got this, Cressy. One more, or one and a 13th.
0: half more. 13th. <laughs> and a half more. Okay, I'll, let me see if I can <laughs> think of two to make
1: up for it. Um. Oh, there's a couple obvious ones. Some not so obvious.
0: Her vocals are in This Is What You Came For.
1: I did include that one, so good job. Uncredited, but I credit her for it. And the one I want to give you a hint for, you might not think she's on it, but she is actually credited, which surprised me today, but she wrote the song and you do kind of hear her voice on it. And it's recent. Better Man? Close. Another one that we mixed up the artist for in a previous episode. Oh. Babe. Babe. And you really can hear her voice. I didn't realize that she was on it. Yeah, you can in the... Eh, 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 babe. that part <laughs> i'm counting your
0: answers um okay yeah you're at 14 let me i want to think of a 15th since you gave me that one let me see if i can and okay. if i can't then we'll move on to the next one. there's round.
1: one super
0: obvious one okay that i think you'll get okay just give me a minute can you tell me um around
1: the year it was was it like 2010s or like closer to today It was between 1989 and Reputation. I Don't Wanna Live Forever, Zane. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I did 15. I had three other ones on my list, personally. Highway Don't Care with Tim McGraw. Classic. And then the other two I'm not so sure on, but I was gonna count them. Safe and Sound with The Civil Wars. They're credited on it. I don't know if you hear them in that song, do you? Or is it just that they're, like, the musicians behind it?
0: Um, I don't remember hearing their
1: voices maybe they're the musicians but i haven't
0: listened to that song in a very long time
1: yeah same on that song it says taylor swift comma the civil Mm -hmm. wars okay so and then the other one you actually sent me the other day and i'm not really sure if it's a cover or not so i wasn't sure to count it but hold on which was a live recording of jack ingram and taylor swift Oh yeah long forgotten so yep there we okay. go. Okay. I did 14
0: and a half. That's pretty good. I've got some extra credit.
1: Yeah. No, you're killing it. This next one might be a little bit easier. We'll see. Okay. This was like the first one that came to my mind when I thought of this game. I'm ready. So for the next round, I need you to name 13 times Taylor mentions a piece of clothing, jewelry, or makeup in a song. So obviously you can look for blue jean references and red lipstick references. Those are most likely going to be the go-to but this can be any clothing, jewelry, or makeup mentioned in a song. But a song only counts once, even if they mention clothes, jewelry, okay. makeup multiple times. So I'll give you an easy one. She wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts, only counts as one of your 13. Okay. Go ahead. Tim McGraw, faded blue
0: jeans, mm-hmm. and also a black dress, but that oh, that's is. one. Um, he didn't like it when I wore high heels. You again, again. Two. Ooh,
1: I didn't even have
0: that one. Um, Red lit classic thing that you like. Style. Yes. Um, Sail, remember me. Standing in a dish dress. Staring at the sun. There so, you yes, go. Babe. Wildest Dreams. Dress. Um. Oh, song Dress, obviously. Five. Yeah, um, I have that one.
1: <laughs>
0: would dress up like hipsters count?
1: um i'll count it i didn't have that one but i think that should count we'll keep it that'll be a half extra credit yeah that'll be an extra credit um all too well the scarf Ooh, i didn't even have that one good one
0: i'm playing songs in my head right now okay so i've got six (laughs) um just like a pastry Dress shapes like a pastry. Dress shapes you know? like a
1: pastry. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, You're killing it. I'm just playing
0: them. I'm playing songs in my head, not like in order, <laughs> like I did for the first round. Okay. You said jewelry counts. Mm-hmm. So when Romeo kneels down and pulls out a ring, does that count?
1: Ooh, good one. you You're getting a lot here that I didn't have. With your additions, my list is now at 22. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of songs. Yeah, there's a lot. Cardigan. How did I not? Oh, I have cardigan as a song, but for the high heels on cobblestones. Cardigan. (laughs) I know,
0: what was I thinking? Um, Oh, Standing in My Highest Heels, spinning for you, the the disco ball song, mirror
1: ball. Yes. In my mind, I call that the disco song. (laughs) Ten. Folklore surprisingly had a lot. Same with Reputation. Is a little hint. Is there... Is
0: it in? I know places where she talks about being dressed in black. So th- is it that song? Hmm. So it's like they can't be found. Or am I thinking about something else? Yeah, pull them up.
1: Yeah, I don't have that one.
0: Okay. Ooh, um, the one that the one with the Nikes. Where about Joe wearing yes. the
1: Nikes?
0: What is that from? What is song that, is it? Is that um is it delicate yes dark jeans and your nikes look at you yeah do the girls back home touch you like i do
1: i love that song okay the spotify session for delicate i have been listening to that on repeat lately oh my god i love it
0: okay so now i only need one more technically i've already done 13 but we decided one of them is extra credit so i'm now thinking of the 14th oh i only have you for
1: 11 wait maybe 12 okay maybe 12 one more
0: um what's the name of the song that's from 1989 his necklace around her neck it's the airplane what song is that
1: (laughs) that is one of them that i have
0: oh i can see it i can see it in the world tour right now because it had these giant paper airplanes flying around (laughs) it's not i know places it's not i wish you would
1: Out of the Woods. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So one more if you want to beat it with your extra credit one. Okay.
0: Would paper rings count?
1: Ooh. Well done, Cressy. Thank you. What were some of the other ones? Okay, I'll read you all the other ones I had. I basically included any reference with the word lips, because she says red lips a lot. Mm -hmm. I have it all in chronological order. So I'm going to start with Speak Now. Ours, lurking in the shadows with their lip gloss smiles. Ah, that's a good line. Yes. Um, Red, The Moment I Knew. She sings about being in red lipstick, like at the party when you didn't show up, all that. In
0: red lipstick, standing there (laughs) in a
1: party dress. Oh, dress too. There we go. Um, So then 1989, Blank Space. This one's a stretch, but Cherry Lips, Crystal Skies. Hmm. Gotta assume she's wearing lipstick there. Reputation, I Did Something Bad, similar to the last one crimson red paint on my lips excellent line reputation endgame truth from my red lips reputation so it goes lipstick on your face spicy folklore my tears ricochet you wear the jewels I gave you when you bury me and then the very last one I have written down I'm sure there's probably many more Um, but folklore invisible string teal was the color of your shirt when you were 16 at the yogurt shop Huh. there we go Well done, Cressy. Thank you. You only have one more challenge to win. Yay. You have been killing it. So are you ready for the last one? Give it to me. So this is the last challenge and you win the game. For the last round, I need you to name 13 times Taylor laughs or talks in a song. This does not include any live performances because when I was looking up Reddit lists of this, people were including like... Betty Davis eyes and drops of Jupiter covers that were live. That doesn't count. That's live. I'm talking recorded laughs or speeches or phrases, so on in songs. Are you ready? Can you name 13? Does a music video count?
0: Because there is a speech for, I knew you were trouble. Oh, I'll count that one. I didn't even think about that one. My friend Annie has it memorized. She can do it on command.
1: That's amazing. I really, I haven't watched that video in forever, so I, I could not do the speech, but I will definitely count that. Okay, so then I'm ready to get started. I don't know if I'm going to be able right. to do all
0: thirteen, but I'm going to try my gosh darn hardest. Um, stay, 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 because of <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, at the end,
1: that's a good one.
0: Um. Uh, we are never, ever getting back together when she's like, so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. And I'm just, like I'm just sick of it. You know, yeah. like this is exhausting. Like we are never getting back together, <laughs> like
1: ever. Now do it in a British accent. That was like, just... so savage.
0: And when really... the camera
1: cut to one direction. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. He was in the crowd. We're talking about Harry Styles listeners in case you didn't know.
0: Yeah. This was a legendary performance. Oh Taylor, I've I've always wondered if she planned that or if it's one of those things where in the moment it just like comes to you and you're like I'm yeah. gonna do it because I feel like that's something that if it popped in my head while I was
1: singing I totally
0: would just do it.
1: She's like so not afraid to like do things when those people are in the crowd and I am here for it. It reminds me at the beginning of the Fearless tour or at one point in the Fearless tour they use her iconic quote where it's the interviewer asks her. What are you going to do if boys don't date you because you write bad songs about them? And she said, well, if they don't want bad songs written about them, they shouldn't do bad things. True. Mic drop. So you are at three. Okay. So let me think about debut. I don't
0: think there's any talking in debut, right? Um, no, I don't have any written down at least. Fearless. Um, any in fearless? Talking or
1: laughing. Or laughing. It's one of, I would say, like, true Taylor fans love this song. Um, I don't know
0: if this is a song that you're talking about, but she does laugh in Hey Steven. Is it that one?
1: Yeah, that's in Fearless. Yeah. But would they write a song for you? (laughs) Yep, exactly. That's the one. I will say, I do have a song from her Christmas album that has a laugh in it. I definitely don't know it. (laughs) I don't like Christmas music. I really don't. Yeah, that's fair. Speak okay, now. Speak Now. Can you get any?
0: Um, she sings a little speech in Speak Now. Are you counting that one?
1: No. Okay. There's actually all three I have for Speak Now. I have three songs in that album where she, in each of those songs, she laughs. Okay. It kind of fits the mood of Speak Now. Yeah. Ours.
0: Yes. There's a giggle. Do you know where it was? It's like, um... I think this was the one that was super quick. Elevator... I'm just gonna have to sing it all.
1: Elevator
0: <laughs> buttons and warning.
1: This one, I think, was the one that I listened to and I had to double check. And it's like the quickest laugh I've ever heard. It's like a, huh, like a quick little chuckle.
0: Because I love the gap between your teeth. <laughs> and you snide remark from my father about...
1: Your tattoos will be ignored. Is it around then? You're dancing all around it. I think that one's a hard one because it's a really quick laugh.
0: Can you, is it beginning or end of the song, smack dab in the middle, do you know? I have
1: the timestamp. It's at 1 minute 53 seconds. It is the quickest laugh.
0: Okay, I give up. I'm not going to try to guess this one. You can't do it. Okay. What
1: it, I'll tell you okay. at the end. I just can't. I've already sang the words. Moving on. I'll give you a hint. She regrets writing this song, and there's a laugh in it. Okay, I was
0: wondering if it was better than Revenge. Because I don't I don't listen mm-hmm. to that song because I know she regrets it. Now go sit in the corner and think about what you've done.
1: There is nothing I do better than Revenge. <laughs> like, she goes like, Yeah. So is that it for Speak Now? Is there other ones? There's two other ones, but I think you should give up on ours.
0: <laughs> <sighs> I'm not the kind of boy... You should be marrying the wrong girl. Ha. <laughs> Good job. Like, it's like a weird, like, she doesn't commit to the laugh. Yeah. It's like,
1: ha ha. <laughs> so now I'm going to go to. Uh... You've gotten a lot on red. You got the red ones right away. Okay, so I'm done with red. Yeah. At least for my list. Okay. 1989. I've only got one for 1989. Is it in Shake It Off? Yes. All right, from the top.
0: No, don't (laughs) go. Chrissy. it's so obvious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't go from the top.
0: Five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) I see you too late. (laughs) Can I have your
1: brain? Mm Mm-mm. Oh,
0: I go out on too many dates, that's what people say. (laughs) That part.
1: Oh, I didn't think about the laugh. No, that makes sense. I was thinking of, just think while you've been getting down and out about the liars and the dirty, dirty cheats of the world, you could have been getting down. This sick beat. Yeah. Okay, that's the only one I have for 1989. You're killing it. All right. Now let's go to reputation.
0: Okay, so, um, it's not I'm ready for it. (laughs) Mm. Oh,
1: I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me. Oh, I didn't have that one. That's a good one. You've been calling my bluff on all my usual tricks. So here's a truth from My Red Lips. She talks a lot in that one. There's one super obvious one from Reputation. I don't know if it helps when I say that, but just don't overthink it. Um, oh, I know what it is.
0: Because forgiveness is a nice thing to do. (laughs) Ha ha. I can't even say that with a straight face. I love that song. There needs to be a screamo version of that song. I would get into it.
1: Oh, if it was like the next, like, we are never getting back together rock version. Yes,
0: like a punk version of it. I would lose my mind. Ooh, Taylor, tip for next tour. Do
1: it. Please. I know you listen, Taylor. We know you listen. Okay, so is that it for Reputation? No, there. that okay. wasn't even the obvious one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I have okay. two more.
0: Question. Mm-hmm. Does that count as two? Because she does say, and here's to you because forgiveness is a nice thing to do and then she laughs
1: you know i was thinking i would count it as two for this one just because this challenge is noticeably harder than the rest <laughs> so i will count that okay. as two i forgot to say that in the intro but i this one's a hard one so
0: okay because she does do both yes she talks she talks okay um Ooh, are you talking about in so it goes where she goes
1: no, I didn't have that one. You're killing me. She doesn't it. sing that.
0: Yeah, I know. You. You're killing That's it. a whisper. It's not like talking, but still.
1: That's a good one. You're one, two, you're getting a lot I didn't get. But there's two still two. I would say both of them okay. are fairly obvious in reputation, the ones okay. I'm thinking.
0: Okay. I will think. Um I'm sorry. The old tailor can't come to the phone right now. I Why? knew you'd get it. Oh. Cause she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Which one how many am i at now and then there's one more from reputation
1: yeah right okay and it i should clarify taylor doesn't have to be the one saying the thing i should clarify that okay you're at 12 but you did count that one song twice oh so if you want to do extra credit okay
0: i'll try to think of two more because i can already i already can think of one more right now for lover but i want to think about reputation a little bit more
1: I only have one more for Reputation.
0: Okay, and you said it was an obvious song. Is it one of the popular songs from the album? One of our
1: favorites, and it emphasis on it doesn't have to be Taylor saying it. Okay, so you mean either Future or Sheeran? Nope. Okay. One of our favorites. In recent episodes, we've probably talked about this song once an episode. <laughs> it's at the beginning of the song.
0: Is this one of the songs that starts with a D?
1: No. Because there's, like, five. No. So that rules out, like, five. Yeah. I feel like there's a song I have to be forgetting. You definitely are. You're probably gonna get it as soon as you look at the track list. It's super cute. So she talks in gorgeous, but
0: it's not another person that's her. You said it was another person.
1: There's another person that talks in gorgeous. It's a baby. <laughs> it's not a person it's a baby
0: <laughs> it's and it's not even a language
1: I forgot that she talks in gorgeous I guess I'll just but go but she does talk in gorgeous yeah I guess I'll stumble on haunting okay. and... cats
0: yeah alone unless you, wanna, unless come you alone. wanna come
1: along ding
0: okay so we're you definitely calling that you know who also Matt.
1: talks in gorgeous you know who also talks in gorgeous the dumb
0: baby <laughs> no
1: the cat <laughs> oh yeah you hear yeah. the cat's meow yeah yeah okay all right so you're here you said you knew one for lover already so what is it spelling is fun yes is there any in folklore i didn't find any in folklore okay actually okay um okay, but do you want to myself. hear the ones the extra ones There's only i only had four more that you okay what get. are they so the first one being santa baby santa baby i believe in you let's see if you believe in me haha <laughs> doesn't count Speak now, hours. It's at 1.53 and it's right after, but I don't care because right now you're mine. And then she like, it's like it's like a breath. It's barely a laugh.
0: Mm. It, it's hard.
1: I had to like re-listen to it. And then in Lover, the song Daylight. I want to be defined by the things that I love, oh, not the things I hate, yeah. not the things I'm afraid of. And then lastly, Lover, London Boy. We can go driving around in my scooter. Yeah. And then she laughs right after it, too. So it's kind of a double whammy. Uh-huh. But congratulations! You win! Yay. That was way that was hard. My brain hurts. <laughs> okay. Well, listeners, we're going to go to bed. Cressy and I both... Well, Cressy has unpacking to do, and I have packing to do. But thanks for bearing with us and waiting for this episode. It's going to be a rough next month, probably, with both of our moves, but... We're here for you, and we are going to push out episodes when we can. Yeah, maybe every other week. That's what we're hoping for. If we can do sooner, we will do our gust
0: on hardest. But for now, thank you for listening. Yeah, and if you want to find any of these sources from this episode, you can go to our website, gfaweekend.com. If you want to know the rules of Ali's latest gamer girl, we will also have that posted on our website. And join the discussion.
1: We are at gfa weekend on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Reddit, r slash goodforaweekend. And our Facebook, goodforaweekend. And Tumblr. We'll talk to y'all soon. You'll hear from us.